name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. I'm Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. Yes, it is, Jonathan. Today we're going to talk about something really fun. Ooh. And that is my experience with theme parks. Ah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I'm not just going to talk about how it was going to theme parks growing up, although I will touch on that. But I actually worked at a theme park when I was in college, and that experience was entirely unique. And I'd love to share those experiences today. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I think you mentioned in, in passing, it was when you were going to school in New Jersey, right? You worked at a theme park, right? I did. I worked at Great Adventure, which is a Six Flags theme park. I love theme parks. I love roller coasters, and the more they can scare me, the more I love them. <laughs> right? The problem is, growing up, before the ADA laws were put into place, theme parks would want no part of me getting on a roller coaster. Well, I mean, right? for, is, would it be for any ride and, and at that? You know, I mean, people would probably see and be like, uh-uh, no way. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not letting like, you get in. How am I going to strap you in? Are you going to be able to hang on? You know, Right, like, yeah. yeah. It was basically all rides. And the problem is, when our grade schools and junior highs and high schools had theme park night, yeah. you know, where a bunch of kids went, I'd, I'd always go because I love theme parks, but I'd always be really self-conscious about the experience because I'm like, if I'm around a girl I like or if I'm around my – it's always about a girl, right? <laughs> it always comes down to that. <laughs> it, it always does, right? But if I'm with a girl, I'm, if I'm around a girl I really like and I want to impress her and we go to take her on a ride and they're like, you're not getting on. That's happened to me, man. It's oh, man. Rushing. Yeah, that's not cool. Then and it's cr- it's crushing on many levels because a, I can't get on the ride with her. B, it's embarrassing. But most importantly, C, it really puts a spotlight on the fact that I have a disability. And all of a sudden, the girl's like, "Wow, well maybe I shouldn't hang out with this guy because mm. he's he's embarrassing me." And not, right? not only that, now she's like, "Hmm, do I continue to go on the ride or do I turn around and go back with him? You know, do I do the walk of shame with him?" <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So it's really it's really hard. You had a question there before I kept rambling. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I was just I was just more making the comment like it must have been hard. Like when the guys would see you come up to the ride, they'd be like, "No way, man! We're not letting you on, dude!" Like, look at you, you know, like you know, turn around and go the other way, you know. That happened a lot. That happened quite a bit. And then when the ADA laws started to get implemented, and then later started to get enforced, it changed. As you know, it mm, changed mm, a lot, mm. right? All of a sudden, disabled people are VIPs at theme parks. We get to cut the lines. We get to go through the exits. Exactly. Which means we're cutting a line. Yeah. Yeah. At first, because when, the first time I did it was a year ago, and my wife was like, Is, that's going to be weird. You know, like you're going in front of all these people. They're going to be like, oh, look at this guy. What's he doing? But I like the fact they have you going through the exit. So that way you're not causing this whole, like, ruckus, you know, like – I mean, people can see you getting on first, obviously, but at least you're not just like down and out, right? Just cutting in front of everyone in the entrance line and, and going in yeah. that way, you know? It is really cool. And you know, when you mentioned that, you just reminded me one of my favorite little theme park moments. I'd love to share it. Yeah, yeah. See, I had, I was at Disneyland and I had a pass, you know, to, to cut the line. Right. I was on the what is what is it not the mad what's it called it's like the log jam ride Oh yeah yeah they they're all they're always called like the flume they sometimes they're called yeah, yeah, or, I, yeah. you know it's going to it's going to come to me as soon as we finish this podcast It's the it's right? the one where you're riding the log and at the very end you go down this huge 
like yes, in, in steep, right. steep, you know, yeah. decline. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened is I was on that and I was climbing. And when I was at the very top before it goes down. Yeah. The ride broke. No way. Yeah, it broke. And to the point where it didn't start again. So what had to happen is, you know, there's stairs that they don't really show you. But yeah. there's stairs inside to get people out. And there's an elevator for disabled people to come down. Okay. Right? Okay. And so everyone had to get out of that ride and walk all the way down. Oh, right? man. So when we got to the bottom, Disneyland, they're really good there. Yeah. They gave everybody these vouchers that say you can cut a line. Okay. And they gave me one, too. Yeah. And I even tried to tell them I don't need one. And they go, no, 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 just take it. Just take it. So then I go hang out for a couple more hours with my family and friends. And then I come back to that lo- that ride again. And it's like a two and a half hour line. I mean, it's a long because it was really hot that day. Yeah, yeah, and it was broke down, and, so all these people didn't get to go on it. Right. Yeah. Right. And what I did, I started at the front of the line, and I walked all the way back. And I guess my pass was good for three people because it was me and two other people. Okay. I walked all the way down the line. Excuse me, is there a party of three? Excuse me. Is anyone a party of three? And I mean, Jonathan, they were ignoring me. Wow. They were all turning away from me. And I actually heard people and family say, don't talk to him. Don't talk to him. And I'm like, excuse me. Is anyone a party of three? I get to the very back of line. Yeah. There's a single dad with his two kids. Yep. And the kids are probably six, eight. Whatever, a little bit older than my kids. Yeah. And and all I remember is a dad had glasses and he was sweating up a storm. I mean, that guy wanted to die from heat. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, and he, he looks at me and he goes, we're a party of three. Why? And I looked at him and I smiled and I said, congratulations and thank you for responding. Guess what? You just won. And I gave him my pass. Right? <laughs> that that was like the perfect guy too, because if he's at the back of the line, he's, right, he's, he's just like do 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 do. Like, <laughs> and you know what? Everyone in front, because I I purposely was loud about it, so everyone within an earshot of what was going on looked back and they're like, "Oh my god." We should have talked to that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. I'm just thinking, yes, you should have talked to me. Yeah. I politely walked down the line and asked for a party three. You guys ignored me. The guy who didn't ignore me got to cut two and a half hours. Man. Oh, enjoy your free pass, sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, you know what? I think it was the Matterhorn. I think okay. that's what it's called. The okay. Matterhorn at, at Disneyland, I, I think. I actually, when I could see, I never went on rides. If I went to a theme park with, like, my school or whatever, my my mom and dad would give me, like, 20 bucks for the day. I'd be in the arcade all day. I just I, I would make that 20 bucks last, and I'd be playing video games all day long. I, I never went on rides until I lost my sight. Then then I went on rides. That is – but it must, that's wild. It must be incredible to go on a ride blind, and I don't mean that as a joke. That must be wild. Oh, man. I, well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. My son got me to go on this ride. I actually kind of like roller coasters because it's like 
it's a, it's definitely a weird experience because you, you can't you know you can't see am I upside down am I not because I, I went in this one roller coaster and my wife was like what was it like when you're upside down I said I went I was upside down <laughs> and she was like yeah and I was like oh I, I didn't even notice you know but that is awesome but we went on this one roller coaster and the, the I'm not sure if I'll go on it again but it was called Untamed and so we <laughs> we get in this we get in this roller coaster and. We get in it. I'm just like, okay, just like any other roller coaster, we get in it. All of a sudden, as it's getting ready, come on, th- this is insane. The the whole roller coaster itself, you know, it was it was horizontal. You know, it right. was getting ready to go off. When the roller coaster started, the entire like track and the roller coaster itself went completely vertical. Oh my god! Really? Straight up and down. So now my back is parallel with the ground, and I was like. If I could see, there's no way I would have got on this thing. <laughs> if I could see, I'd be changing my, my, my underwear right now. And right. so, and so it, it did the typical roller coaster thing. It's literally going straight up like an elevator. And I'm like, that is wild. I'm like, this is this is this isn't going to be good because if it's going up this way, I'm going down this way. And sure enough, you get to the top and you literally shoot straight back down. Like just a, just straight on, straight down towards the ground. It it was crazy. Like my body hurt so bad after I got off the ride because like my whole body was just seized. I seized up. I was just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> That's pretty wild. But yeah, that is wild. Yeah, for you guys listening, so, just search Untamed. I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure there's like videos of it on YouTube or whatever. So Jonathan, that's really wild, man. But I'll tell you. My love for theme parks grew to the point that when I was in college, I worked at one. And let me actually be honest about it. I wasn't actually in college when I worked there. I got kicked out of college, (laughs) (laughs) which is why I worked there. And to to clarify, I was going to college on a scholarship, and my scholarship failed to pay my tuition. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Was that the one that that ended up not paying? That, That stinks. Right. So... And I'll tell you, it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. One of the greatest moments in my life, because I worked at Great Adventure, which is in Jackson, New Jersey. Mm. And my first job at Great Adventure was the change belt guy. Okay, okay. And I walked around the lockers with change belt, right? Yeah. And people gave me a dollar and I gave them four quarters. Right. And it was during that time that I realized I need to wake up and finish college. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I... Do not want to be a change belt guy for the rest of my life. But working there, I worked at the change belt area. I worked at a place called the Mad Hatter, which was a hat stand. That's cool. (laughs) And then after that, I went to my supervisor and I'm like, you know, I was a radio TV film major at Ryder College. And they're like, you were? And I said, yeah, I mentioned that in my application. Do you guys not read the applications? (laughs) And, and, and she goes, oh, so you know how to do audio stuff and video stuff? I'm like, well, yeah. And she's like, got the job for you. You're no longer going to be selling hats or giving change. And then she gave me two jobs. One was I was a special effects guy for both the U.S. High Dive show. Okay. The Dolphin show. Okay. Because they were in the same pool, which yeah. I always thought was weird. That the U.S. Yeah, right. high hey, dive team. Hey, dive into this dolphin pool. <laughs> right. It's kind of weird. It was the same pool. So I did the special effects for the high dive show and for the dolphin show. Mm. Right? Yeah. And, and I also did special effects 
for the concerts, right? Okay, that's they cool. They had a they had a fake Beach Boys cover band at at the time I worked there, and I would do the special effects during the songs. Okay. So, two distinct, actually three distinct stories come to mind. Real quick ones. One is when I was working at the high dive show. Yeah. When you're a hundred feet in the air and you're gonna do a dive, if you look into the water, it looks like there's no water. It just looks like cement, mm. apparently. Mm. So they needed me to turn on sprinklers oh, because if, okay. they, if they see sprinklers on in the pool, they can see like the rippling of the water and stuff like the that. The rippling, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, that makes sense. And, and I remember one day I was just completely blown off and having fun because I sat in my little audio booth. Right? <laughs> And apparently this guy was going to do like the final dive that was at 110 feet or 100 feet or something. Man, that's up And he kept on saying, and it's time to dive. And then he wasn't diving because I didn't turn on a sprinkler. Oh, man. Right. (laughs) I almost got I almost got fired for that. Finally, he's like, sound guy, turn on the sprinklers. And I'm like, sound guy, who's a sound guy? Oh, he's talking to me. So I I I did that and then during the fake Beach Boy show. Yeah. And I call it the fake Beach Boy show, A because it was, and B because a friend of mine, Adam Jardine, is actually the son of Al Jardine from the Beach Boys. No kidding. Yeah, so I've known Adam for like twenty five years and he's a great guy. And I've gone to many, many Beach Boy shows and I just thought that should be another podcast totally. I, I we did a road trip to vegas to see the beach boys that's on cool. new year's eve one one year that's cool so I'll, I'll talk about that podcast someday so at the fake beach boy show my job was to do the special effects yeah b- backstage was it like laser like not laser lights but like a lighting show and stuff like that y- yeah just like basic light yeah i wouldn't there's no laser but yeah. basic lights and like like fog machine stuff like that okay so my supervisor who was a complete and total jerk Mm. i mean just like jerk 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 he he thought he was the smartest dude in the world because he went to the university of central florida (laughs) i just i just remember that for some reason it was that school right yeah but he told me at the end of one show there's a lady sitting on an aisle and he comes up to me and he goes that lady won't move. When you're done with your with your wrap-up, can you go get her to leave? I didn't realize it was all a setup. Okay. So I'm walking to this lady, and I'm excuse me, ma'am, the show's over. you got to move on. She didn't answer. So I'm like, as I'm walking closer, excuse me, ma'am, the show is over. You know, it's time for you to walk on out of here. No answer. Mm. I look back at my supervisor. He's giving me a mean look. Like... Do your job. He snapped his fingers. Yeah, like get this thing done. Let's go. I get up right next to her aisle. I look at her and I'm like, ma'am, can you hear me? You need to walk out of here. As soon as I said that, Jonathan, she turns to me and she goes, I have no legs. (laughs) And I looked at her and she had no legs. And she's like, your supervisor told me I could wait here for somebody to bring me a wheelchair. What? Or my, my wheelchair. And I looked at him, and he's just laughing. Wow. He set me up. What a jerk. I know. And I'm like, dude, now I'm getting written up for, because this lady complained about right, me. Right, yeah, no, totally, yeah. 
I'm getting written up. He tells our senior supervisor he knew nothing about it. <laughs> Man. The, the lady's mad at me. It's It was horrible. Man, wow. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something a little more juvenile or, you know, like nothing. Like that, that's hardcore insane. Like that's hardcore mean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, that man, that is, oh man. So, but here's the sad thing. That was the second most traumatizing thing that happened to me. Great adventure. Oh man. I, I don't want to know if it can get worse than that. No, no, no. The other one's really funny. So a little thing about dolphins. Mm. Dolphins cannot swim backward. Okay. So when a theme park gets a new dolphin, and I learned all of this that same summer. Yeah. They lease them. There's actually dolphin leasing companies. No kidding. Right? Which just blows me away. <laughs> or they, they, they buy them or lease them or something. But there's a company that acquires dolphins for sure. theme park. Yeah, yeah. So there was a new dolphin coming in that night. And I was doing the, the dolphin show. When the dolphin show ended, the, the dolphin supervisor guy came to me and said, hey, man, do you want to make a little extra money? If you want some overtime, we just leased a new dolphin and we need somebody to help us hold a net. And I'm like, what do you mean hold a net? What is that about? And he's like, look, dolphins can't swim backwards. So what they do is they put all the trainers in the water in scuba gear. Yeah. Right. And they dump a lot of fish into the tunnel to try to get the dolphin to swim through the tunnel because he's going to live on the other side of the tunnel. Okay. Okay. You know, there's always a pool behind yeah. the pool where they actually live. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this dolphin wasn't having it because if you don't know what's on the other side, you're afraid to go through. Right. Just like my dog right now, Sonny. Will run downstairs, but she's afraid to walk upstairs, which is really odd to me. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there thinking, hey, you know, I'm getting going to make two hours of overtime, which is a time and a half. So I made like, what, $12 an hour? <laughs> but, so I thought, it's all good. I'll make $25, $30 extra. Dollars. It's all good. I stand on the corner with this net. It wasn't just me, it was a bunch of people. And we were slowly closing the net in on the dolphin trying to gently get it to go through this tunnel oh okay you're you're more just using the net to kind of push it along yeah we weren't capturing it the thing is 400 pounds yeah yeah so we're just trying to gently make its its pool smaller and smaller so it would swim through it wasn't having it that thing would not swim through and it's getting colder and colder and it's turning into like 12 30 at night one o'clock in the morning because, you know, the theme park closed at 11. We had to clean up. And right. then this was after that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So naturally, what did little Hamad do? I start to slack a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, that thing is not going to go through. And they kept on saying, hold on tight. Hold on tight. If it comes to your side of the net, it's really heavy. And I'm like, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. This thing's not going to come to my side. This thing is not even going to go in. Right? They'll give up here soon. And then, Jonathan, you know what happened? <laughs> it darted towards your end of the net. <laughs> that thing raced towards my end of the net. I wasn't paying attention, and I wasn't holding it very well. It hit my side of the net, and 400 pounds of dolphin versus 120 pounds of Hamad. <laughs> guess, who won, guess who won that, that. I think the, won I that think, fight? I, I think the dolphin did. Dolphin did. 
So I got thrown into the water. Oh, man. <laughs> and now, luckily, I wasn't actually in danger because there's like five or six trainers. Yeah, yeah. In scuba gear. And all the spotlights were on in the water, right? So it wasn't dark or anything. Right. But as I fell in the water, the first thing I thought is, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And then I opened my eyes and I see this huge, like, mean flipper coming, you know, coming toward me. <laughs> flipper the dolphin from the 70s. Yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, man, I came out of the water screaming. I'm like, ah! And flapping because I can't really swim traditionally. I can just stay afloat. Right, 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 right. And the trainers are like, "Can you swim?" And I'm like, "Yes, yes, yes." And they're like, "Stop hyperventilating. Calm down. Like, get me out. Get me out. Get me out." <laughs> and so I finally got out. And to wrap it up, I got written up for not paying attention. Oh man, that is so harsh. <laughs> It's harsh. I'm like, I got thrown into, like, dolphin-infested water. <laughs> I got scared. And I love dolphins. I love dolphins. But, man, I was so scared because I knew the thing was not trained. Right. Or, or at least it wasn't having what they were trying to do. So it, it's obviously in a not a good uh, mental state at that moment, you know? Yeah. 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 It was really, really man, hard. I can't believe they brought you up. That's insane. But I lived, and because I love animals, I still love dolphins. And that, my friend, is my story about my existence and life in theme parks. Oh, man. I know there's a place in Florida, I think it's called Dolphin's Cove, where they you actually can swim with them and stuff. Like, they have all these pools and stuff set up where you can, like, go and pet them and feed them. And so I was like, that'd be a cool experience where you could actually get in with them and you know, go up alongside of them and touch them and, you know, like, hang on to them and they pull you along and stuff. Yeah, I've actually done that once with a an, with an, uh, former girlfriend of mine mm. in the 90s. Mm. So I did get over my dolphin fear because I did get into the water with it again. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you mentioned Dolphin's Cove. That's yet another excursion you and I have to do together. Totally. That would be awesome. That would be so cool. That would be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. So you want to wrap this up? Yeah, yeah. So if you guys want to check us out, we're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, Google Play, YouTube, all those fun places. Uh, you know, if you have a favorite ca- a podcast catcher on Android, like uh, there's so many Podcast Attic, Podcast Republic. I mean, there's so many of them. Uh, you, you should be able to subscribe to us on those. Uh, and if you can't, let us know. Email us at info at limpingoncloud9.com and we'll uh, we'll get on there. But, um, yeah, so you can find us in all those places. You know, follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Uh, don't forget, check out toysaccessible.com. You, already, you guys should know what that is by now. It's toys specifically created with children that have disabilities in mind so they can meet the needs of these children and they can still have fun, awesome toys to play with. So check out toysaccessible.com. Thank you all for listening, Jonathan. Yes, thank you all for listening, downloading, and we'll talk to you next episode. See ya.